0: This is your listener sponsor radio station. We could not have done this without you, uh, only with you. I'm talking to you right there, the listening audience out there who have so generously donated during the past almost six decades. Okay, it's now 4 p.m. Stay tuned for The Positive Mind coming up. Music.
1: Hey everybody, Kev O'Donio here with Ben Starr, back with you with Talk Back at The Positive Mind, bringing you some ideas, concepts, and guests to try and help you lead a more positively-minded life. And a couple of announcements. Yes, Reggie, we thank everybody who contributed during the Fun Drive. We are reminding you that the Fun Drive weekend for our Saturday workshop is this Saturday, March 23rd. From 10.30 to 4 p.m., the staff here at the Positive Mind Center will be presenting a workshop called Safe Conversations. If you are interested in that, you can call after the show. I will give you the the number later in the show. The other announcement is next Wednesday we will be expanded from 3 to 5. We have a special guest. Michael Hebb will be here talking about his book, Let's Talk About Death Over Dinner. How's that for a title? Yes, you know, all mental health issues, you know, sort of fall away when we talk about death. What is in comparison to death? You know, a long time ago, a great philosopher said, all of neurosis is because of death anxiety and death denial. Well, we will be exploring that next week. Who would you call? Who would you call if you had an hour to live? Or ten minutes to live? What would, you, what would be your last meal?
2: That, that puts things in
1: perspective, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it put it in perspective? Well, we will be talking about that and so much more. There is a movement called deathoverdinner.org where people meet to actually talk about death. And they've had uh, phenomenal, phenomenal results. Just think of it. What you could do and what could happen if you sat with some friendly faces and people talking about your own death. And the death of people... That you cared about and love. So that's next week from 3 to 5. We will be taking your calls. We're taking your calls today. We have a special guest today. Uh, the calls will be at 212 757 5555. We have Leslie. Leslie. I did it again. Leslie Achitoff. Leslie Achitoff, the uh, Creative Arts Director of uh, Creative Arts Therapy with the Correctional Health Services. Um, which is a subsidiary of New York City Health and Hospitals, and the Director of Creative Arts Therapy at Rikers Island. Rikers Island, they do creative arts therapy on Rikers Island. Fascinating, and I want to hear all about this. We also have Marianne Gunther, who started it all for us. (laughs) Welcome, Marianne. Thank you, Welcome, Leslie. Thank
3: you. Thank you,
4: Kevin.
1: Marianne is the president of the New York Art Therapy Association. She is a creative arts therapist. Here at the Positive Mind Center, she does a lot of creative arts therapy with people who, you know, um, use this as an outlet to get better, to heal. Marianne, talk a little bit how this all started. This is our third in a series probably of eight or nine or ten <laughs> or more oh. because I really believe in creative arts therapy. I really believe in it.
3: Thank you. Yes, and that it's all started with our conversation about art therapy, and realizing that we needed more than just one show. But as you know, I came here as a clinician. I was looking for office space, and a colleague of mine said, I think you would really like the Positive Mind Center. In addition to being a licensed creative art psychotherapist with um, almost, now I've been in the field almost 30 years. Wow. I have worked, I started off in uh, child life, hospital settings. Then I started working with... um, Families Impacted by HIV, and uh, mm-hmm. and working with, uh, ran a group called Project Hope, which was working with young adults uh, with, with um, you know, and Im- impacted by HIV. Yeah. And anyway, so my journey to has taken me now to have where I have a private practice, and basically uh, I r- actually, when I meet with someone, I really try to ask and work and talk about, how they're doing in language that is not diagnostic, but mm. for diagnostic purposes, I've worked with anxiety, mm. depression, um, bipolar, schizophrenia, um, uh, PTSD, trauma-informed, or someone has gone through a trauma. I'm also a specialist in bereavement, and uh, so death over dinner. I've talked done that many times.
1: You have done that, <laughs> yeah, actually.
3: Yes, I've worked in hospice care. I worked with. Uh, a hospice organization where I would do home sessions.
1: Okay, so. Um, and they
3: like to feed me, so yeah.
1: So <laughs> you have brought us Leslie here, yes, who can talk about Rikers Island and creative arts therapy there. Who does creative arts therapy on Rikers Island? How does it? How did it become a program o- at Rikers Island? Um, so many, so many questions. Like, how do you get? Men, women, these people who were incarcerated to want to share themselves, express themselves, be do- bold and daring to use color, paper, different things, and really show us, what, a softer side of themselves? I don't even know, but you tell me. Uh, um, okay. Welcome again. And, Thank and, you. and please expand for us.
5: Thank you. I'm not sure where to start, because that was, there was a, a lot, lot of questions. questions. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um,
5: the program on Rikers started uh, before I arrived there in 2009. Um, there was already an art therapist on the island, and um, so, you know, a few people were receiving those services. And then I arrived, and gradually the program grew um, to the point where we're now 12 people providing creative art therapy services to... Um, Everybody on what's called a, m- a mental observation unit, which are people with histories of mental health difficulties. So they're all seen several times a week. Um,
1: so it's not open to the general population? <laughs> there's a the question. No,
5: no, it's, mm. it's really not. Um, there are people who have mental health difficulties within the general population, and we can see those people individually. But um, not. we can't really at this point... I mean, there are 9,000 people there, Yeah. right? right. And there's so only 12 of us. And there was only one so <laughs>
4: when you started <laughs> right. 10 years ago. Right, so, so our
5: priority are the people in the mental observation units. Right, because um, somebody
1: recognized the value of this somewhere along the line. I mean, you're talking a dramatic difference from 1 to 12 creative arts yeah, therapists. Yeah,
5: yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, the mental health, other mental health clinicians started to see that people really looked forward to the groups, Um that they were well attended, that um, it helped people manage their emotions in a difficult environment and um, slowly but surely they began to hire more creative art therapists. Um, then my my first employer was Horizon Health. Um, that was subcontracted, that's an organization that was subcontracted by the Department of Health. Then in 2016 we transitioned over to being New York City employees and at that point just due to the general appreciation of the program, I was given all of these new lines to fill. You know, so we were able to hire a lot more creative art therapists to the point where now we're, you know, we're 12 people, and we have a poetry therapist, we have drama therapist, we have um, a music therapist,
4: hmm.
5: and and you know, quite a few art therapists. So hmm. the program really expanded, and it's extremely well attended.
1: So, okay, so um, take us through the materials that you would use because, I don't know, I think I'm picturing a group. How many people are in a group?
5: That's a good question. So we make every effort to keep the group size to a maximum of 10 people because everybody in the group needs to feel supported. So because we are, you know, in those housing areas so frequently, you know, we don't have to see everybody in every group so yeah the number is pretty much 10 and um
1: Hmm.
5: what was the rest of the question
1: yeah just tell me how you how you bring oh oh, the supplies the the materials materials and supplies i mean yes
5: there are um we have a specific list of materials that are not considered to be contraband so the primary focus when they're determining what's uh... contraband and what's not is safety right so any any material that could conceivably be used as a weapon or could be deconstructed to be used as a weapon we're not allowed to use
1: so no paintbrushes well there's a question we
5: can use paintbrushes but not if they have metal containing the bristles of the brush the ferrule of the brush okay we can not have metal so we can use a plastic brush or one of those, um, like a foam oh. brush, you know, mm, things like okay. that. Okay. But you know, it, it people collect metal there, you know, when they can, and uh, sure. so we, we can't provide that. We can't bring scissors mm, right.
4: to course, the group. Of um, So
5: we either pre-cut things, uh-huh. or we use what we c- I named jailhouse scissors, which is you know take your ID out <laughs> and slice things <laughs> along the edge of your ID and. They actually, people really enjoy doing that. They feel powerful Mm. doing that. So what else can't we use? I'll tell you what we can use. Go ahead, please. Okay, We can use markers that have to be water-based, right? No (laughs) Sharpies. (laughs) Nothing permanent. Nothing permanent because people will draw on the walls or their jumpsuits or whatever. Um, So water-based markers. We can use colored pencils. We can use glue sticks. We can use any kind of paper. Um, And we can use collage materials. You know, so we do a lot of cutting up of magazines. So magazines, oh I was yeah. Say. But we don't. I don't. We don't do the cutting up of the magazines in the group, or they'll just wind up reading their horoscopes, and you know, we'll <laughs> we'll never get to the right, actual. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, all the art therapists do that in advance, and we bring. It's like a gift. You know, we bring them these envelopes filled with um, words and images that mm. we hope that they can either relate to or arrange in such a way that. It'll become relatable to them.
4: It
1: sounds like such a liberating exercise for somebody who's in a cell for a long period of time. Um, there must be such solitude in a prison in a jail. There has to be even if you're not in solitary i mean oh
5: absolutely first of all you're, you're separated not, you know, from your family you're
1: separate and you're yeah. not receiving a lot of stimuli from the outside world. You don't know right. what's going on in a lot of cases out there. I mean, how much is there to talk about? Absolutely. so, so I could see a person sort of closing in on themselves.
5: I mean, even the view from the window isn't really a view. You know, it's just a view of a yard with concertina wire. Oh. You know? So, yeah. No trees,
1: no fields, no You can't nothing, even tell I'm what sure.
5: season it is. Really? Um, By looking at the window. Right. So, yeah. So they're very, very receptive to what we offer. But we also have to spend a certain amount of time in the beginning helping them to trust us, right? Because building rapport is one of the most important things that we do. Um, yeah.
1: I want to find out how you do that, but let's,
5: okay. t- let's
4: take okay. some calls,
1: Two one two seven five seven five 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 five. if you know some creative arts therapists, uh, if you know somebody who's incarcerated, if you were incarcerated and you took advantage of uh, Leslie Achetoff's, uh creative arts therapy on Rikers Island, give us a call, 212 um, 757 we want to hear your experience, I can only imagine it would be a sunny day creating like do you get a lot of sunshine do you get people creating a lot of outdoor scenes like dreaming of being you know outside
5: I I should mention that a lot of the work that we do is directed you know we'll come in with a an idea or a directive that's designed to meet them where they are and help them um, achieve certain therapeutic goals so very rarely we will have what's called open studio well you know we'll bring in materials and they can do whatever they want but more often it's you know, trying to find out um, how to help them gain self-esteem, how to help them gain some hope in a in an environment that feels so hopeless.
1: What's a directive?
5: A directive is just a pre-planned, you can call it a project if you want. Okay. So a directive is something that, you know, creative art therapists are trained to arrive at. We make them up or we, you know, share that information among us, and we come up with ideas that... um have been proven to be helpful. So
1: th- they don't get to pick it. I mean, y- can you throw it out to them say, "Hey, here are five possible directives." No. Actually, y- Leslie, re-
5: didn't you
3: come with a directive today? Uh,
1: <laughs> Did you surprise us with a directive that we could do right here Not in our we, studio? Not we,
5: Kevin. Well,
1: <laughs> I feel very shy, so Do you want to
5: wait a little longer? I need
1: to do it with a lot of people. Ben, are you up to doing a directive? I'll do
2: a directive. Uh, do you
1: want to do right, it now? Let's break or you out some wait? Yeah, give us some material. I mean, let's talk
3: about I ab- noticed the envelope. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. let's just do this, 212-757-5555.
2: And if you're just joining us, you are tuned into The Positive Mind here on 99.5 FM, WBAI in New York City. And our guest today is Leslie Achidoff, who is the director of the Creative Arts Therapy program at Rikers Island here in New York City. And if I'm not mistaken... Uh, Leslie, is that that's the largest creative arts therapy program within a jail. In, in the country. In the country. Yes. So that's happening right now. Um, we hear a lot about Rikers in the news, and uh, this is, I think, a different side that we haven't heard a lot about.
1: I and agree, Ben.
2: Very um, interested I to hear more great, about it. The, uh, the number to call if you want to give us a ring, 212-757-5555. And,
1: uh, <laughs> I'm stealing all the all the markers here, Ben. <laughs> I'm, I'm only sorry, laughing
5: because I don't know how you know what markers to pick before mm. you know the directive. <laughs> here.
1: Anyway, sorry, keep going. But
2: you know, we're all we're all being given blank sheets of paper here in the <laughs> yeah. studio yeah. by right. Leslie.
1: And you could do this at home too if you want. Uh, but this is a directive. So a directive okay. is a creative arts therapist in order to help somebody with their self-esteem, with possible depression, with any kind of s- particular symptom with post-traumatic stress, something that's ailing them, bothering them, you would come in with, okay, so today...
4: Yes.
5: And sometimes there's resistance. They'll say, I don't want to do that. I want to color in a picture of Mickey Mouse. I I don't uh know how to draw. I can't I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. (laughs) So I am pretty unwavering in those situations because I feel like the only way for people to realize that they can is by trying it. So they don't have to participate but if they're going to participate I ask them to try. Okay. So I I can't tell you how many times I've heard at the end of the group I really didn't want to do that. I really wanted to watch TV or I really wanted to color but let me tell you I'm so glad that I did this.
4: Yes.
1: yes. And I, my experience with doing it twice is the same thing because I'm like not an artist on a stick figure kind of artist <laughs> so I love fine. color I love color but I don't know what to do with it so I'm always intimidated and feel embarrassed if a few right. people are around and then after I've done it I don't care what anybody thinks
6: good that's you know? good yeah. I mean do you that's get that experience growth.
1: Is it? Yes. Bec- okay, because I keep returning <laughs> back to the same it's old. It's
5: what we call in our field process versus product, right? Yes. So right. we're That's more right. interested in you gaining something from the process. And if nothing else, you will be gaining self-esteem once you complete it.
1: That's true. I would yeah. definitely say that is true. But how do you keep that going? We'll do that in a second. Give okay. me the directive. Come on. Okay. I'm ready to, All right. I'm ready to All go. Right.
5: You have your paper coming? Yes, yeah. we, we have okay. it. So I wanted to ask both of you, how much do you read autobiographies?
1: Probably three
2: a year.
5: Really? So you're interested in them.
2: You mean autobiography?: yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm very I interested. You. Maybe three in my life. Three
5: in your life. <laughs> okay. Then
2: we yeah. need to talk. <laughs> I, I'd rather read a biography. Yeah. You know what I I'm got saying? I I d- got I'd rather, rather not hear what someone had to say about themselves. <laughs> That's okay. very you know? interesting. Yeah. You want to yeah. hear what someone who never yeah. met them uh-huh. thinks about them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. Okay. <laughs> yes. Now I understand. So
5: now I'm going to ask both of you to design the cover for your autobiography.
1: Oh. Wow. That was okay. a trick.
5: No. No. Okay. It was an intro. It's not a trick. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. I can okay, do that. Okay. So
5: wait. Before you start, uh-huh. uh, let me introduce you to some of the materials. Okay. And this is the cover. You have this whole oh, piece of whole paper. Oh, the whole thing. Yes. Okay. 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 So in this envelope for both of you to share are pre-cut words, lots of them. So you know. Okay. Take there's a glue. Few and there's glue. There's yeah. glue, but I didn't know both of you were going to. So you're going to have to share that, guys. Can Uh-oh. you do that?
1: I think yeah, so. All right. Good. I know you're um, man.
5: So here's pre-cut words. Where's okay. It? Okay. Here are pre-cut images. Lots of them.
1: So I don't have to so draw. So this will help. You don't, I have, really to draw. don't have to draw. do And if you
5: want to use stick figures, go right ahead. <laughs> um, okay. okay, so there's images that you can combine in any way you want. I'm sorry, I cannot provide scissors in that environment. Understood, understood. But you can, if you have a credit card or something mm-hmm, else with a hard edge, mm-hmm. you can slice the mm-hmm. images like that. Got it, great. Now, also, if you don't like your handwriting, but you want to have a title for your for your autobiography... I brought stick-on letters Mm -hmm. and um, stencils.
1: Great concept. Okay. So I have
5: stencils. But if you want to do your own handwriting, it's perfectly fine. If you feel more connected to it by writing it out yourself, Mm. totally fine. Fantastic. It's not going to a publisher. Fantastic. Okay, this is for you.
2: So should we play some music while, while we work on our? Uh yeah.
4: yeah,
1: but we also want to talk because I want to hear you, about you your know process. we can do this, Ben, and we can talk. I wanna I want to keep the interviews going, um, okay. but I could definitely see how this could be really really creative and therapeutic, and self-esteem building because you get to present your best self.
5: Well,
1: in some ways, uh, or it w- might not right. be your
5: best self. You might be in the mood to confess something about yourself that. Hmm. You've always wanted to share but never did. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going to happen, mm-hmm. but please don't feel pressured to only present your best self. Mm-hmm. Just yourself.
1: All right. Okay. All right. So, so, Marianne, as we do this, you tell us about how um, creative arts therapy fits into the United States. You know, and in, you know, and what's going on with creative arts therapy in the United States and uh, what the controversy is.
3: Okay. Very briefly and essentially, essentially, uh, as you know. Um, our vice president's wife, Karen Pence, uh, was, she was she was introduced to art therapy and fell in love with it. How could she not? And she chose to advocate. She chose this as her signature cause. And most recently, she also chose to teach at a school that um, is not acceptable to all people. And so when we were talking about the show, I wanted to make sure that I brought art therapists on the show so we could have a voice and talk about how we absolutely do not discriminate and we serve all people. And that art therapy can help all people. And so
1: So there's no exclusion. Never absolutely. there's Never. no exclusion. Never. And in Rikers Island and is this a movement in a lot of the prisons throughout the country, creative arts therapy again you went from one in two thousand and nine to twelve in two thousand and nineteen and you need more. Is that true?
5: Well, we can always use more, considering how many Mm -hmm. uh, incarcerated Mm -hmm. individuals there are. But right right now, we're covering the mental health population really, really well. Right. As far as other jails and prisons, it's not as uncommon in prisons, because people are there for a longer period of time, so they make that investment. Jails are short-term facilities, so it's unusual for a city to be as invested as New York City is.
1: Prison population typically has over 40% of people with mental health issues in general uh, throughout the country and so I could see creative arts therapy being the modality for patients to really get a sense of self-esteem and ownership and power, empowerment.
5: And then that all of those things breed hope.
1: Breed right? Hope. When
5: you start huh? you know, developing those feelings which are very very new to some people, you start having a more hopeful outlook on your future, which is really important for your mental health.
1: Hmm. 212-757-5555. We'd love to hear from somebody who's done Creative Arts Therapy, who's familiar with the prison population, who have seen this in action. You have the Director of Creative Arts Therapy for and on Rikers Island with us and Marianne Gunther, President of the New York Association of Arts Therapists. So give us a call, 212-757-5555. Where do we go? So they use these materials uh, do they ever show their materials? like do they ever show their products to other inmates to other populations? Do yeah so
5: at the end of it, we, at the end of every group we leave about 15 minutes out of the hour to process what we've done. So everybody who's comfortable will share their work and they'll offer commentary to each other. Um, we hope that it's supportive commentary. Um, we do. Well, somebody have has to cut that off. Well, know. we do have rules in the group, okay, to okay. be respectful within the group. And, you know, just defining respect to me is a group. Um, but, um, yeah, being respectful of each other's efforts and, you know, and to reinforce that it's not about skill. It's really about willingness.
1: Talk about that exchange, though, because I could see that as being really uh, a teaching and learning moment for inmates to listen really no man don't ridicule this guy's stuff I mean is is that a frequent commentary I mean
5: it's very interesting they protect each other it's very interesting in the beginning I would say no but then as new people because you know the population constantly changes so as new people enter the group the people who have been doing it for a while will teach them the rules. You know, So if someone's new in the group and they look over to the person on his or her right and they say, that's really whack, or, you know,
4: mm-hmm.
5: oh, you're right, you can't draw, or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> then there will be somebody who's really dedicated to the process and has learned about it who will say, no, we don't do that in this group, okay? Mm-hmm. You need to be respectful and think about how you would like someone to respond to your work before you do something like that. And I'm sitting there going, score.
3: It's so powerful because what you're really talking about is the rewiring of the brain, right? Mm -hmm. So they're unlearning the negative and and adding and include the the positive, the affirmation
5: and the integration. And they also want to keep building the community that has begun Mm -hmm. as a result of these groups, right? Mm -hmm. And because, you know, I would say most often there is not a communal feeling within the housing area. But as they begin to share their work and they realize how universal some of their issues are and how you know they they develop more compassion more patience, and then wow, you have a community mm. in the housing area, and it's really palpable I mean you know it's like such it's such a difference um, once they've experienced music drama poetry. Mm movement or art therapy and
1: they don't want to go back I mean uh, you tell me I mean when you join this group this community um, when you're away from it it must be Uh, difficult and then when you come back
5: it's really important to them Um, they don't like when you're late to the group. <laughs> um, oh, really? Because no, that holds
1: everybody else up.
5: Well, but they wanted. They feel like maybe you don't care as much about them as they thought you did. You know? So oh, meaning you Yes. You're late. Yes. They don't oh, like us to be late. Oh, so you know, even yeah. if we get held up in an alarm or something like that, we have, we have to, we pay when we get there. Isn't you know? that? Yeah. They. They. It's correct. really, really Isn't important to them, and they also. When they learn to trust us and our interest in being there, that has no ulterior motive whatsoever, Mm -hmm. it's so refreshing for them. You know, they're not used to that. Most of these people don't even know. When when I say, well, we create a, a safe space for them, if you ask some people, like, what is a safe space or what is safety, they can't really explain it.
1: Well, that's a perfect time for us to announce that we are having a Safe Conversations workshop again this Wednesday, this Saturday rather. <laughs> sorry, this Saturday at the Commons Cafe under the WBI Studios on Atlantic Avenue um, from 10:30 to 4 p.m. If you haven't gotten your tickets, you can still get in. Uh, you can call us after the show; I'll give you that number. Um, but uh, we're going to teach you there how to have a safe conversation. With somebody you care about. Now, when somebody's creating art in front of you, you know, to comment and criticize, all of a sudden makes it unsafe.
5: Right. So we, we do everything we can for people to learn to protect their own and each other's vulnerability within the group.
1: And this is vulnerable stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my project here. I don't even want to show it.
5: Right. <laughs> for good reason. Well, and also, this is a different environment. Ben, do you right? want to
1: show your directive? Sure. Let me see. Come on. <laughs> go wherever
2: with the road.
1: Perfect.
5: And an airplane. Oh,
2: and an
1: airplane.
5: Do you want to tell us about it?
2: Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, anytime since I since I became a a legal adult, anytime I had a few bucks in my pocket, I'd try to leave where I was and just go anywhere, travel. But as also as almost a means to escape, in a, in a way. Mm.
5: So what does that say about you as a person?
2: I don't know. You're you're the therapist. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, you're, you're no, we, out. we
5: d- actually do not analyze no. your work for you. No. no, we ask you questions. It's really about what you think. I
2: think maybe I'm not not as comfortable at home as I should be. Mm. And you would know? that
5: have occurred to you before you created that?
2: Yes, but oh. not not on that level maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I you know, it's the classic love-hate relationship, you know, grass is always greener on uh-huh. the other side sort mm. of thing. You know. But
5: you can see how that, you know, kind of working on that oh led yeah. you to sure. a greater understanding.
4: Yeah,
1: that Looks covers up. you, Ben. And it does. I see you talking about it is is really engaging you too. Sure. And I could see you talking about this for a while now. But we have a caller, don't we?
2: We take a quick call before the break. Yeah. Um, the number to call is two one two seven five seven five 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 five. We have uh, Brad on the line. Hi, Brad. How you doing? Good, good. Good. I was in
7: a. I just pressed a button on the phone. Are you still there? Yes, we're here. Yeah. Hi. I was in a local jail in Long Island, New York, Suffolk County, uh, some years back, and I'm already an artist by trade, but I had not really had any any computer experience. And BOCES came around and had a program, and they, I got in there, and uh, it was just paint in the word in the uh, Microsoft Word paint program was kind of simple but now I could take a PC and use some of the just artistic skills that I had so they had a formula where you could like draw a car and I'm good at drawing cars and I've done a lot more technical and Professional things than that. I ended up drawing army tanks and machines, and then ended up machining things later in life. But uh, it was an excellent program, just very simple. Was and this in inside? The, was in this sewing. inside?
1: Was this inside the jail?
7: It was absolutely inside the Suffolk County uh, facility in uh,
1: Yapank. Fantastic. And you're an artist now?
7: I was an artist way before that. Yeah, uh, wow. you know, I had worked in a company that was entry level, and I just had a gift. So how did, so you, my how did they keep said, you alive? Well, you have it. I'll just yeah. guide you into how we need you to do it. And, and, it just all, and we loved each other and it just all worked. Yeah. And yeah. How,
1: how did they keep you alive, refreshed, in the jail?
7: Well, I, I do that anyway because I taught myself law. So I'm quite yeah. a figure in there. A lot of people want to come and get assistance. But regardless, uh, and I helped anyone I could and then everyone. Uh, anyway, it was good because you're really stuck in it. Pretty terrible situation. Yeah. So now, at my fingertips, I had art, I had technology. I've never used a PC before, so I have. A, I'm clicking on a mouse. You know, yeah. that's yeah. where I started to learn Windows. Yeah. And I'm not trying to sell Bill Gates' Windows. That's no, I know. understand.
1: <laughs> let uh, I'm going I'm I'm to let my. Use. I'm let if my we're guess.
7: not using some other kind of. You know, um, uh, and I know there are others, and that's fine. Yeah. I just didn't have any experience at all, even with a computer, and then I could take my art and make some. And then they said, and you, this is what you mentioned, they said, you know, you did so well. The second day, they said, We're, we'd like to take your art and put it on something that will tour in New York State.
1: Fantastic. Brad, I'm going Le- Le- to let Leslie chime really in.
7: Can I save it? So that's fine. They said, yeah, you can save it. So I saved it. And, and then I had not... I don't have... a I didn't have, I have one now. I didn't have a computer at the time, so I didn't have a computer to come home in time and save it to.
5: But you had so the experience. You had, had the experience. So that's... And you're not very fortunate. Right.
7: But yeah. that brought it to us mattered. And they don't always do... And I'm just going to relate that. You ask for people that know the system. When they do or don't want to give you vocational training and spend those monies on you and decide to let you rot, it's the worst damn thing. And right. when you get back on these streets, and I know these streets, and I have not been involved in any charges for Excellent. over 10 years, wow. I'm telling you,
4: that's great.
7: it makes a difference. You Brad. should have been invested in or given the time or worked with, if it, even if it's that simple. And that, the money is there.
1: Thanks for the call, Brad. That was great. We're going to go into our musical break. You're listening to The Positive Mind on WBAI 99.5 in New York City. We'll be back after this musical break.
2: 212-757-5555 is the number to call.
8: Oh, mama. Oh, papa. You should have seen your little son. Hey. The first time you'd come on New York, them telling you. You mustn't skylock. learn a trade or go to school, and don't you turn yourself in a fool. But now him has gone to Reckers Island, he never won't go a Reckers Island. He used to walk and screw up in fierce, but now he's spending enough time upstate.
2: on The Positive Mind, 99.5 FM, WBAI, in New York. You are tuned into The Positive Mind. That's correct. We're here every Wednesday at 4 p.m. And uh, our guests today, we have our resident creative arts therapist here at The Positive Mind Center, Marianne Gunther, and Leslie Achadoff, who is the director of the creative arts therapy at Rikers Island. Thank you both so much for being here with us today.
4: Thank you.
1: Leslie, can you say something about the last caller? I mean, he called in, and he was... Enthusiastic and, and saying how important art therapy was to him in prison. Um, I could say either so. one of you, sure.
3: I, I think what struck me was as the opportunity, and obviously that he really benefited, and that it, it opened him up, and he, he discovered something yeah. about himself that he didn't know, hmm. and, th- and that it was made available to him. And how much he appreciated and valued that.
4: Right. In jail. Yeah. Yes. And now
1: he's an artist. And his own and right. But um, don't you have a story like this? That uh, yes. somebody came into Rikers, got into the program, has produced artwork.
5: Absolutely. I can I have a wonderful story about that. Go ahead. We um, do have a caller. Uh, okay. You want to take the call?
1: Let's take the call and then okay. you tell me that story. Okay. Go ahead. Who do we have? Sharice is on the line. Hello, Sharice. No, it's Sharif. Oh, Sharif. Oh, yes. Hi. Sharif,
0: yeah. Okay, I'm a, I'm a uh, psychotherapist, right? And I'm gonna briefly tell you how I became a psychotherapist. I was a teacher, and I worked at Spotford, you know, the detention yes, center for the young yes, people. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I was working there, you know, before I could actually start my lessons, mm-hmm. I had to do I had to do group therapy, right? Ah, uh, yeah. Hmm. So I discovered I said I'm a therapist. So what I did is I returned to school, went to NYU, and you know was able to obtain a a Clinical social work degree in, uh, in social work, and then I became licensed and certified. And then I, I felt like I didn't really have enough. So I, you know, was in scouring the bookstores. I saw Nancy Boards, which she had play therapy, right? So okay. I went up and registered and went into that postgraduate program for um, in play
3: in therapy. Play,
0: play therapy, yeah. Excellent. And that was so very enlightening, right?
4: right. Mm-hmm.
0: And by that time I left Spotford. And uh, I went into the school system, and I worked in a, in a great deal of clinics, you know. And that play therapy was so enlightening, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what happened. Like, I worked in the Board of Education also, and this is where the art and the uh, play therapy came in. You know, I always had a good relation with the kids, so to speak, you know, because I myself had been incarcerated, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I had been in a mental institution, right, where I was a patient, right? Hmm. And at the time, you know, I always told them nothing was wrong with me, you know. But anyway, when I would do it in school, they would give me all the, you know, we call this a, a little slang word for them, knuckleheads, right?
4: Mm.
0: And then the Board of Education, they have something called a save room. And that's for the disruptive guys, the guys that's getting in trouble and all, right? Mm. So they would send them in a the, in the save room, and I would use my art and play therapy with them. And, you know... And postgraduate school, they teach you about the art and science and, yes. say, playing with a game like, um, say, Trouble, for example, and Scrabble. That was a really one.
4: Mm.
0: And i tell you those, those knuckleheads, and I'm one too, they love that play therapy. I mean, the play therapy with the Scrabble, mm. and you would actually see them doing the critical thinking and yes. uh, uh, mm. problem solving. And the principal came in one day, she said, Mr. Shreve, I didn't send you in here to, to have these guys playing with you, so I said... Uh, Miss Principal, I say, look, they're <laughs> focusing, they're concentrating, they're problem solving. That's right. They're following yeah. rules and regulation and yes. order. Mm. She said, continue on, Mr. Chief. Con- <laughs> and they are calm. Con- <laughs> Excellent. Your
5: really? response was yeah. perfect. Right. Yeah. It's a yeah, and we
0: and there. I tell you, great. it was such a good time working with these guys. You know, in um it's wonderful. my office, I couldn't keep them out of my office. You know, my lunchtime, mm. and we <laughs> just had play therapy. But I myself had been incarcerated, right, when yeah. I was young, uh-huh.
4: mm-hmm.
0: and, you know, I was small in stature, so whenever a big guy would approach me, I would jump on him, I would basically catch him eating or something, right? <laughs> so they sent me to see a psychologist, and he said, you uh, know, and he gave, you know how they they uh, put that ink together and then anything the come Rocher? out, come out?
4: The test? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and he asked me, what was that? I said, that looked like lungs, and he told me, that this is what the doctor told me, he said, You know, you have a mind for physiology and anatomy. He said, You should get yourself out here there you go. and return to school, wow. right? So I told him what happened. Had a guy screamed and hollered at me. And I said he was a little big, so I, I, I thought about it and I caught him eating. And that's where I jumped on him, you know, in the dining hall. Mm. So he said, Well, I was a little afraid to see you when they first told me about you. And I said, Why, well, Doc? I don't bother one." Mm-hmm. He said, hey, do You jumped on a man while he was eating his dinner, wasn't bothering you in no kind of way. That's a doctor. You
1: didn't see how he talked even out. <laughs> right. So he said fun. Sharif, do you have a question for the for Leslie and or for uh, Marianne? Uh, do you all no. w- wanna just make a statement out about how uh, art therapy, play therapy is such a valuable yes. thing for helping yeah, um otherwise you know th- th- I, I what came to me was regulating the nervous system. Yes. Right. You know? okay. But do you have mm-hmm. a comment or a statement?
0: Yeah, just one little last one real quick. Sure. You know, in doing selfie with one little guy, he drew some dark clouds and all, you know, mm-hmm. and I figured out that meant he had done something wrong and was expecting a whipping when he went home. I'm not going to take up any more time. I took a lot of you no. time. No, no. no. actually,
5: Sharif, something that you said kind of um, I wanted to bounce off of that a little bit and mention that um, we also have our therapists now up at Horizon. Okay. Because oh, right? uh, yes, because you know all of our 16 and 17 year olds have moved up there,
4: mm-hmm. and
5: as soon as as soon as that mandate occurred, uh, creative art therapy was included in the program. Excellent. Okay. And uh, yeah.
1: yeah. And that wouldn't have happened five years ago. I we're doubt saying, it. Yeah. I
5: can't say, but I doubt it. Yeah. You know, now it's just mm-hmm. okay. We're going to have mental health services that needs to include creative art therapy. Yeah. So now these okay. kids have it.
1: Yeah.
0: Sharif, thank you
1: so much for the call.
0: Very good. You're very welcome. Thank you. Harass, and that's Brooklyn or the Bronx? That's, it's, it's in one the Bronx. In
1: Brooklyn. It's in the Bronx.
0: Okay, well, that's where I used to work, in the Bronx. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. you. Have a good you.
1: day. Okay.
4: You too also.
1: Okay. 212-757-5555. Well, there's an endorsement. Yes. All right? Yes. But, yeah, regulating the nervous system, uh, I mean, that's not the, let's say, goal, but what do you see in terms of um, calmness, the, the, the effect that creating art, has on regulating, making people feel. Yeah, calm. that's a very good question. Yeah. It's
5: not always calmness is not always the result <laughs> right. of creating art. Um, yeah, I, I would say that a lot of people in every environment think that. Well, give them an art therapy group; it'll relax them and calm them down. And yes, if that is your goal, you know, for that particular group. Mm-hmm. Um, There are ways of doing that. We can offer them the opportunity to draw mandalas because it's been shown that creating artwork within a a contained circle has been shown to lower the heart rate
4: Mm -hmm. of
5: somebody who's doing that. But there's always the risk of somebody being triggered by something that happens in an art therapy group and they may not feel calm, which is why... It's very important for uh, a certified and licensed creative art mm-hmm. therapist to mm-hmm. manage those groups, so mm-hmm. that they will know what to do
4: well, in the s- event that yeah. that happens.
3: That's right. That's the mental health component. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The relationship, the relationship building, and the consistency. It's mm-hmm. not just a one-time thing. Right. right. And and uh, the trust.
4: Mm.
5: Right, and, you know, there are other clinicians who might say, well, I'll just go in and do a little art therapy with them, but it doesn't quite work that way, because we know what materials may trigger people. You know, the looser materials trigger people sometimes if they have something to spill.
1: And I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the therapy part is the actual dialogue between you and the, the the person who made the art. I might be wrong here, but I saw well, what I you did with what you did with Ben, with yeah. Ben explaining and you like really asking neutral questions for him to really and I But it was I,
5: therapeutic for him to create what he created. Yeah. Also. No, I I, I,
1: but yeah, 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 I think yeah. also and the
3: thinking that went into the directive. So Leslie and I had spoke before the before the show. Right. And she had thought about what you know, if she had said, Okay, I want you to throw paint on the wall Right. Yeah. Th- that wouldn't that wouldn't have matched what mm-hmm. we're trying to do here today. Right. But the th- but having someone make a cover, mm-hmm. it's an unspoken way of saying, I know that you need to perhaps maybe shield up, mm. you know, the cover of a book protects what's inside. So that directive is inviting the person to feel safe. Mm. Unco- it's all unspoken. Stuff. I got it. I got and it. And also you have a story to tell. And yeah. I know the story. But so mm. what would be how would you like to cover it? And how Thank much you would you like to, to share? share.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Right.
3: So that's that's master's level degree, training, yeah, uh, okay. years of experience there, where she's bringing that in. So three.
1: it makes sense that a, a therapist would come with a directive rather than the participant. Like I'm asking. Like, in like, this structured well, setting, well, Yeah, absolutely. like why yeah. wouldn't the group at Riker's? Come up with hey we want to do a direct. Actually,
5: know. if they did that, I would be thrilled. Really? Yes, if mm-hmm. they had you know been going to a lot of our therapy groups and they were chatting you know over a meal or something and they said something came up and they said wow well, maybe we can ask uh, Miss <laughs> 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 um, you know if if we could do that in our therapy. You okay. know, and if sure. this is something that everybody wants to dig into, mm-hmm. I w- I would be happy to do that. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That would be wonderful. It doesn't happen very often, and mm-hmm.
3: I would think that comes with time. Yeah, the community building you were talking about. Right.
1: By the way, yeah, he did mention art therapy in schools, and we will be doing a show yes. on art therapy in May that's in right. schools in the public schools in New York City. It's
5: expanding. Yeah, talking expanding.
1: About art for, post- thank God. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember Absolutely. when they made all the cuts? The first thing that went was was art therapy and music. Well, um, art, art, in general art in general tends to get cut, yes. Yeah, so uh, we'll be doing that in May in following May. up. But tell the story about the mm-hmm. success story, about somebody actually okay. now <laughs> okay. producing art outside of
5: Okay. So, uh, Rikers um, Island. There was a young man who I worked with. He was loved art therapy, and um, he was always very cooperative and very eager to learn. He did already have some skills. But he was just wonderful to have in the group. He was kind to everybody else in the group. And then um, it became time for him to leave. He had a very short sentence. And um,
4: mm-hmm.
5: I contacted uh, Artistic Noise, which is a nonprofit in Manhattan that devotes itself to working with previously incarcerated young people. Oh, really? And I arranged for an intake uh, with the help of our discharge planning department, we arranged for an intake. So someone from the agency came to the island and uh, interviewed him, accepted him into the program. He was released maybe a few days after that, already you know accepted into a program. So we had something, a place to go to.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: It was also timed with our art therapy show at School of Visual Arts. And um, he had designed the poster for that. So he, show, wow. he came to the show, which was just a huge mm. moment for him to see his work for printed. Mm. And then other people, you know, there, mm. I introduced him to a lot of people and then asking mm-hmm. him, uh, you know, about himself and, and, and sharing their understanding of what he did. And, um, you know, skip to a few years later, he completed the program in three years. Um, he during the program curated art shows that the agency had at NYU. And um, now he's working for an artist, a sculptor, Interesting. And wow. um, they're working on a project that's going to be in front of Lincoln Center. That's great. So I mean I, I, I feel like hmm. and he and you know he has been uh, interviewed, and in some of those interviews have been published, and he attributes a lot of what he's doing now to the fact that he was encouraged by the Creative Art Therapy Program. Excellent.
1: So, yeah. Great, great testimony. Yeah, mm.
5: he's a great guy. And I think a lot of We have time for one more call, 212-757-5555. Okay, five five
1: five five five. We're here with Leslie Achatoff, the uh, Director of Creative Arts Therapy at Rikers Island, and Marianne Gunther, President of the New York therapy Art Therapy Association. Um, let's see, where can we wrap this up, talk more about um, them displaying their work. Right. You say uh, School of Visual Arts.
4: Yes, Do they stand you. up,
1: like, with pride and discovery sometimes? Like, would they produce something and say, oh, I, I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, I think what you were getting at with Ben was there are things that were there that he might not even been aware of but, um, you know, came out as you expanded the conversation. Do you get that from people when you're talking in a group? And then wanting to show their piece.
5: Yes, and you know, the opportunity to display their work is something that they're all really, really eager to do. Um, When we have our our annual show at School of Visual
4: Arts, and Ben is displaying his oh, Ben is displaying his words you Uh, must not use. Thank you, Ben. (laughs) <laughs> Don't say
1: those, but anyway, finish this story because we have' well, let, yeah, yes. I'm going to jump to the caller, okay, okay because sure, I'd rather sure. him, yes, we have we have situation. Peter on the line, hello Peter. Okay.
6: Hello. Hey. You know are... what I was, hi, I'm good, uh, you know what I was thinking, if I were in prison, I would want something that really pulls me away from anything familiar, that's right or wrong. For instance, I was thinking writing haiku with like Japanese calligraphy and folding it into origami. And Uh you need scissors scissors for origami I totally get
5: what you're saying, yes. You know? And it would
6: be like it would be so ethereal Mm. and 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 I would be what I'd be doing with my hand and my mind would would not It would be be transporting. it, It wouldn't resemble rap music, right or wrong. Nothing else from the outside world. I would be like, Where am I? i oh, I'm No, that's very okay.
5: that's very insightful of you. And we do do that. We do really? yes, we do haiku. We do origami. I'm assuming some people have combined them. But it is transporting, and it's a wonderful distraction from the environment. Mm.
4: Yeah,
6: have you done, Have you done
1: something like this, Peter, yourself?
6: You know, I remember thinking it was around uh, uh, Pearl Harbor Day, and I thought, you know, what if instead of retaliating against the Japanese, what if school children wrote haiku? I, so I wrote a haiku, a haiku that said, rising sun is set, but sun bear has awoken. Welcome winter's rest. And I thought, what if I wrote that and you wrote it on, uh, you put it on paper and then origami doves, and we flew over Tokyo and released <laughs> all those origami doves. Yeah. And they would say, we can't attack those people.
1: Peter they need you you know, it, th-
6: would, it would transform <laughs> all the anger would be like what were we thinking like the grinch's Christmas. He, like they sang anyway and he said we can't steal their spirit that's the main thing you know and right
1: and they get like their the heart and this revives the spirit in in jail cells and prisons throughout the country Peter thank you for the call right okay thank um, you um yeah uh, so we want to announce also again the workshop this Saturday uh, March 23rd from 10:30 to 4 at the Commons Cafe on Atlantic Avenue. Um, If you haven't called, you can call 212-757-4488 to join us in that conversation. I promise you uh, it will be without any criticism and you'll learn some tools how to talk to somebody you care for. Uh, Leslie, uh, what do you say? I mean, you do this haiku in prison?
5: Well, I I would say that um, the, the, the team that we have on Rikers really knows how to diversify. Right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they will use any. You know, even an art therapist will use haiku, or um, you know, they 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 have their specialties, but they also work together and and come up with really interesting ideas. Um, they think outside the box, and if what they want to do has involves music, they can contact the music therapist and collaborate. Um, or they can, you know, come up with something on their own. So, so you can get we try one- to meet them mm-hmm. where they are. You can you get know?
1: a one-on-one session for music therapy at Rikers
4: Island?
5: Yes, you can. I mean, you know, the music therapist has a heavy schedule. He runs uh, three or four groups a day.
4: Mm-hmm. And
5: that involves, you know, preparation and dragging the equipment around and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, yes... He has worked with people individually who communicate best through his modality, and he's been very helpful. Mm.
4: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It seems like such a, a, libera- a liberating and liberal way to run a prison—to invite this kind of um, creative arts therapy to the population. Um, I think uh, have you seen a change in in the spirit of New York City prisons or approach to
5: well, uh, New York City, This is a jail population. Yeah. Um, Yes, I do. I see an a increase in positive energy. Absolutely. Mm.
1: Well, listen, we would thank you for being here. Thank you so much for the with opportunity. We've been talking Leslie Achetoff, uh, the Director of Creative Arts Therapy at Rikers Island, Mary Ann Gunther, President of the New York Associata- Art Therapy Association, yes. Ben Starr, and I'm Kevo Dunney, reminding you can join us at Cafe Commons on Saturday from 1030 to 4. If, you've ju- uh, if you are registered, please call us to confirm you're coming. 212 757 4488. If you're interested in coming or sending a friend, again, 212 757 4488. We will be back next week at 3 p.m. for an expanded edition to talk about who you would call. That's right. Who you would call. And remember,
2: you catch us here every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Stay tuned. Take care, my friends.